from what's on to what matters. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Welcome back to the program. You are with Tracy Mack. It's uh, 19 minutes to 10 here on Newcastle Live. There's only three regular rounds remaining in the season for the Newcastle Rugby League, and it is a very tight tight top five. Maitland are sitting on top on 25. The Butcher Boys are on 23 points with Cessnock and Macquarie on 20 and Souths on 18. The Macquarie Scorpions, however, have one game in hand. It is a very, very interesting part of the competition. We are down to the business and joining me on the line now is the General Manager of the Newcastle Rugby League, who must be a very happy man this morning because there is sunshine outside. Yes, good morning, Tracy, and yes, I am very happy. How good is it to see the sun? <laughs> it is wonderful. Uh, General Manager of the Newcastle Rugby League, Mark Lanville, thanks so much for your time. Now, how did all of the catch-up rounds go? I know that you had uh, you had so much on last weekend and a couple of games this um, this week. How did it all go? Yeah, not, not too bad. So we, we got most of them played. Uh, unfortunately, the West Macquarie game, which was set down for Tuesday of this week, uh, got postponed again because the Harker Oval too wet so it's been now moved out to uh, to Maryland and that'll be played on uh, I think it's Tuesday the 10th of August okay so, so yeah. you've basically got everything bar that one game pl- you know you're done you, you're done and dusted you yeah. caught up wow yeah. <laughs> that, that's incredible that you've been able to catch up yeah, well, it has been, yeah, really, really great. I mean, it's uh, I've got to thank the clubs as well for that. I mean, they've been really flexible around when they're able to play, etc. So, you know, it's been tough on, on quite a number of the clubs, especially mm. like United, who have had, I think they've had to play about five games within the space of three weeks, which has been incredibly difficult for them, but they were keen to do it, and uh, I take my hat off to them. Absolutely. Look, it's uh, it's just been an incredible, uh, incredible season. I, uh, as I said, I just can't believe that you've managed to do it. And you do have uh, the wet weather round uh, has been moved as well. The the one that we were completely rained out at, we've got it to play. But other than that, you've done it. You did it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. That, that round fifteen that got washed out, and we cancelled. Well, we postponed that round, so that's now moved to the last round of the season. And um, yeah, really looking forward to it. So it's going to be a close finish, and still a couple of clubs in the running. And I'm really excited for the semi-final series that's coming up. It's going to be great. We get underway two o'clock uh, kickoff at Townsend Oval. Is Townsend going to be okay for uh, for South and Maitland? I think it will be. You know, we haven't had much rain this week, which has been terrific. I think it'll be in terrific nick and, uh, you know, sunny weather today and tomorrow. I think it should be fine. Oh, that's good because, uh, yeah, there were some issues with uh, with Townsend last weekend, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. I mean, unfortunately, with the cricket pitch area, I mean, it can get quite wet and, you know, if they haven't put the covers on, etc. so it makes it really difficult. And, you know, obviously it chops up the ground and makes it, you know, fairly expensive mm. to repair as well. Not fun. Now uh, it is. Uh, it is your South Lions taking on the uh, the Maitland Pickers. Of course, you're not biased. You're the general manager. You are. You are not biased in any way, shape, or form. Do you think South can come over Maitland this weekend and cause the upset? Well, I'd like to think they could, but the way they're playing at the moment, I think they've lost three or four on the trot, and uh, I think it's going to be really difficult. They've, they've all of a sudden hit a form slump, and you know um, they they could go out the semi finals straight up I'd say so look I'm going to go with Maitland I think they'll be far too strong for South I did like you I did like (laughs) you I've even got my South jumper and everything ready you know my jacket ready to go you know for the semis 
I'm thinking with my head, but not my heart. Not your heart, Sorry, yeah. No, no I, look, I agree with you. I can't see it. I really can't. Now, listen, in more South's news, obviously uh, huge news for the Newcastle Knights uh, over uh, over this week with Peter Parr being announced as, uh, as coming back to the club. Now, he comes back with some enormous pedigree. He spent a lot of time in the administrative side of the game. He is an old South's boy. Um, I know that you caught up with him on your podcast. It's great news for the Newcastle Knights, but also for uh, for local league as well. Yeah, without doubt. I mean, Parr is a terrific fella. Uh, he's got great knowledge of, of the game and, you know, he'll certainly be an asset to the Newcastle Knights and, and hopefully, you know, to the local league as well. So, you know, he's really passionate about the game and um, and certainly loves Newcastle. So it's great to have him home and, and back with the Newcastle Knights. So explain to me, this is a new position. I, I'm asking you probably something out of school here, but it's a new position. He answers directly to um, to the CEO, to Philip Gardner. Um, what is the difference? So he will come in above Denny Badiris? Yeah, he will. So he, I think he oversees all operations mm. uh, of the game, uh, of the Newcastle Knights anyway. So um, probably, oh, I suppose, a uh, second person to Phil Gardner mm. in one sense. But, but yeah, he's, he's about organising, you know, the whole whole thing, I guess, from game day to, you know, when they travel away, all those sort of things mm. as well. So, yeah, yeah, it'll be, uh, I guess, a really good position. I mean, he's... And he's got plenty of experience at doing that with quite a number of the clubs and obviously with State of Origin, he's been their, their type uh, football manager as well. So, um, yeah, it's great to have Parry back. I think it'd be terrific for that set for our club. Absolutely, without doubt. And his contacts are just second to none. He's got the most uh, incredible uh, contacts book. Now, the uh, the next game is 3 o'clock. It's happening up at Cessnock Sports Ground. It's the Goennas taking on the Tigers. Um, surely the Goennas have got to, got to get this one if they're going to continue their uh, their path to the semis. Yeah, you'd think so. They've been playing terrific, terrific football at the moment, and uh, you know, to be honest, I can't see the entrance Tigers beating Cessnock. They're, they're just playing uh, really good football, and, and they're in great form. So it's going to be, I think, a close match. But I think Cessnock will certainly get the points. The next game is uh, it's a bit, it's a bit of the cellar dwellers, really. I suppose it's uh, Lakes United taking on uh, the West Rosellas. What do you think is going to happen in this one? Yeah, toss of the coin. I mean, uh, Lakes have been playing some all right football of uh, recent times. So, uh, but so have West. So mm. it's going to be a toss of the coin. I, I think only because Lakes uh, are at home. I think they'll get the points. I'm get, look. I'm the same as you with South. I'm going to go with my head, which says, uh, yeah, at home it's a Lakes. You know, at home at Carl Oval, 75th anniversary. They're up against the old foe in uh, in Western suburbs. I. I I would like to say that Wes will win, but I really don't think so. I think it's going to go to to, uh, to yeah. the, the we, this heart and head's a, a problem, closer. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it mm. certainly is. So, uh, <laughs> but I think this game will be a lot closer than people think. So, okay, It'll be a toss of the coin. Getting on to uh, to another another tight one. It's the uh, the Curry Bulldogs taking on the uh, the Butcher Boys. The Butcher Boys have been in fantastic form. Mark, you know they've, uh, as you said, you know they've, yep. they've played some games. They've uh, they entrenched themselves in second spot um, after you know the the midweek scare. Two lakes, you know they did get a bit of a scare, but they uh, they mm. ended up winning that twenty eight fourteen on Tuesday night. What's your thoughts? Uh, do you think that the Curry side have it in them to uh, to just shock them, or do you think it's uh, it's just your know, season's over for Curry? No, I think Curry a chance here. You know, with Central having played Tuesday night, you know they. I'll be a bit tired and sore still, uh, and I think you know Curry are a big chance. Although in saying that, I think Central will have too much class, which which will um, unfortunately will get over the top of Curry. So, so I think Central will get the two points, but I think it'll be a lot closer than people think. 
Central do also have the possibility that they can rest players if they need to. Um, you know, they, they're sitting on 23 points. Um, you know, they're three clear of the Goannas. They could rest players if they want to and, and go in nice and fresh. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure they'll do that, um, you know, try and rest a number of their, their quality players to give them a chance. Certainly when they, the semi-final start, they'll be ready to go then. Because a, a curry win is going to do nothing to that uh, to that ladder. It, it's not going. Nah. It's going to do diddly squat. Um, so, yeah, it would make sense for Phil to, uh, to rest some of his players. Yeah, without doubt. And, and for Curry, you know, if they can get a win, it'll give them plenty of confidence for next year, I guess. That would be nice. Poor old Curry boys. I feel sorry for them. <laughs> and the final game is uh, the Scorps up against the uh, the Wyong Roos. That's happening at Lyle Peacock. It is at home. You're all Saturday games this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, um, but yeah, looking forward to this game. It should be, uh, again, another close match. I think Wyong's got plenty to play for. Um, they've had... Obviously, the weekend off, they should be nice and fresh. And um, as Macquarie, well, they, they played, obviously, South last mm. weekend. So, so we are a big chance to maybe cause an upset. Uh, but Macquarie, they definitely need to win to try and, uh, try and get themselves in the second place if they can. And being at home, I mean, you and I always talk about the home ground advantage. It, it is definitely a factor. There's, there's no doubt about that. And being at Lyle Peacock Field, they, they need this win to cement it. it uh, as you say, Wyong Roos could upset, but uh, I just I I'd love to see Macquarie continue to just uh, you know cement that position in the top five so that the, so that they know where they're going for the finals. Yeah, without doubt. I mean, that, that's the thing. I mean, they, you really need to be starting to play your best football at this mm. end of the, the season, and, and I think Macquarie are doing that. So um, you know, I think they'll. they'll defeat Wyong on the weekend. They've got too much to play for Macquarie. Mark, when's um when's Sleepy's Day? I know that they've got a second one this year. When's that? Is that next week or the week after? Uh, just from memory, I, I'm pretty sure it's next week, but I'll just confirm that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's generally the last home game for yep, South of for the South, season, yep. which is so round 15, which will of be the course, last The last game. round, that's right, yes. Well, the last round, yes. Last round. So, um, Unfortunately, yeah, that won't be it because yeah. South are away to yeah. curry for that game. But um, so, so it may well be theoretically, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, but even well, but yeah. yeah. But they're away as well. Yeah. Okay. I might have a chat with Peter Sleeping and get that yeah, one yeah. that one sorted out. Uh, yeah. Because it is such a you know I know that they're having the two this year because uh, they had yeah. you know, so well, much actually, trouble the last could, couple of years. Could be this weekend really because mm-hmm. they take on Maitland at home. So so I'm I'm. You reckon, it's, you reckon it's tomorrow night? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, I will. Uh, I'll have a chat with with the man who needs to be uh, needs no introduction, Peter Sleep. Um, yeah. And uh, yes, we will. Uh, we'll find out. I'm getting onto the Sleepy's web um, Facebook page. No, of course he doesn't have it updated. Bloody hell! What am I going to do with him? <laughs> it's a bit of a worry now. Obviously, uh, the Newcastle Knights uh, tonight. Um, tonight, Sunday. It's yep. uh, it's a home game. It's a must win game. I can't see us winning though. Look, that's right. I mean, Canterbury are playing really good football at the moment and they've hit, hit, hit some form. So, you're right, they've been struggling a bit, the Newcastle Knights, and you know, no more so than at home, unfortunately. But hopefully they can dig deep. Um, they haven't got too many more games mm-hmm. to play, but, but uh, it's really important this, this at home in front of their supporters that they need, need to aim up and, uh, and play exceptionally well. So, 
I think it'll be a, a quite a close game, but um, a toss of the coin. I'm going to go with the Knights. So I think they okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've I can't believe this, but I've gone the Dogs. I cannot believe I've yeah. done. It. Yeah, I know, boo me, see heart and head again There we go Now the other thing that I wanted to have a, a brief chat with you about And you and I have talked about this uh, you know, On air several times um, When the CTE stuff first started Coming back again um, Obviously yep. you've been quite open at all times About you know the head knocks you've had How's it been watching what's gone on with Kaylin? Has it been has it been triggering for you? You know, or is it is it finally potentially showing that we are understanding the importance of this? Because you know, as we all know, we've got Turvey Pearl Turvey Mortimer sitting in a, an aged care facility these days. You know, it is a big issue. We've got the James McManus issue. You know, it, yep. it's a big concern. Mark, how are you feeling with all of this Kaylin Ponga stuff this week? Yeah, look, I mean, it's it's great that they're aware of it and. You know, they're, they're going to sit him out for the rest of the year and, and that's the right thing to do. You know, he's had, I think, three or so concussions this year um, and, you know, it doesn't they come quite easy, I, I think. And I guess the more you've been concussed, the easier it is to get concussed. So, you know, sitting him out for the rest of the season, I think, is the wise thing to do. We want Kalen to be in our game for long term and for that to happen, we need to make sure that he's... Is okay, and certainly, you know, you shouldn't mess around with the brain. It's obviously an important part of the body. Mm. I mean, uh, a lot of people say, "Well, rugby league players don't, don't have too many brains in them." But, but <laughs> you um, said it, not me. That's right. But, uh, but yeah, look, Carlin's is certainly an important player for for the team. Uh, he's their captain, um, and they need to take as much care with him as possible. And you know, because he's only a young man, and he's still got you know plenty of good times left ahead of him, and he wants. He wants a good life, so you know you don't want to mess around with it, and and hopefully that they're all doing the right thing. How are you going these days? You you have regular checkups and they do regular scans. I, I know you do have a brain because they did find it in there, but um, how often are you checked? Yeah, I get checked just uh, annually, mm. uh, just making sure everything's okay there. So uh, yeah, it's look, it's okay at this stage. I mean, I, I certainly do forget things uh, at times, and you know maybe that's because I'm just getting a bit older. But um, you know who knows? So so yeah, look, um, it's always difficult to think, uh, but I don't have headaches or, or anything along those lines. So at this stage, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's certainly a concern still. Uh, you know, my father, and you know, they say it's not hereditary, but but my father, who played rugby league as well, mm. um, you know, he ended up with dementia and, and passing away from that. So yeah, that, that's always a worry, and, and you wonder whether it's just that's what happens with the brain as you get older, or you know, as rugby league causes that. So, uh, How do you know, feel? Um, obviously, you, you sit in there in the in the rugby league. Um, I know that Souths make all of their juniors wear headgear. I think that's that's fabulous. How do you feel with Ryan going out there and playing each and every week? How does how do you how do you cope with that? Knowing uh, knowing the effect on on your head. Oh, look! It's it's always a worry. Certainly, when you watch your kids play any sport, that they don't get injured. Um, and look, you know, it's great that that juniors are made to wear headgear. But in, but in saying that. Headgear doesn't stop mm. concussion. Well, Caelan Ponga. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm. So it's it's about the brain being rattled and moving inside uh, the skull, so and hitting the skull wall, and that's what creates the, the concussion. But but um, yeah, I guess you know it's it's important that we look after our kids coming through because they're the future of our game. We want mm. the rugby league to continue to be played, you know, into the future, you know, hundred years down the track. So. Um, you know, if we can make sure everything's done correctly and right and we look after the senior players and certainly the juniors who are our future, we need to make sure we're all doing the right things with them. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. I'm so excited that it's going to be a beautiful sunny weekend. You're going to get every single one of your games off this weekend. You're going to be able to sit on the sidelines at uh, the Newcastle Knights on Sunday. It's probably going to be cold, but at least it's going to be uh, get, it's going to be dry and sunny. Yes, it will be, and uh, looking forward to win from the Newcastle Knights. That would and, be wonderful. And some great football in the Newcastle Rugby League. So, people, no rain, get along to the games. You're mad if you don't get along. I agree with you completely. It's where uh, it's where our future stars are coming out of, so uh, get down there and support your local league. Thank you very much, Mr Glanville. You have a lovely weekend. Well, you too, Tracy. Thanks, Thanks very much for the chat. Bye. Chat soon, bye. That is Mark Glanville, who is the General Manager of the Newcastle Rugby League. With decades of media experience, Tracy Mack brings you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9, only on Newcastle Live.